Hello and welcome back to the Holistic Kitchen with myself, Chef Kimberdine. I'm so excited for y'all to be here today. Thank you for joining me again. If you've listened to my previous episodes, thank you. If you shared them with friends, I really appreciate it. I love sharing this information that I have been given through my experiences in life. So today on this episode, I wanted to talk about meal planning. And when I say meal planning, I also mean wellness consults. I have my education in culinary, nutrition, and yoga. I love those things. I've obviously done different things in those worlds in different ways. But with meal planning especially, it was something that came to me kind of as a calling. I was not trying to do this for people. I was not a nutritionist or a dietitian who would normally do things like this. I don't see why chefs wouldn't be doing this now that I'm into it so deep. But I, of course, was working at Nourish at the time. I was there a lot as the chef. So people saw me there and they heard about my cooking classes and different articles I may have written or interviews. And it was one day at an event about four and a half years ago, I had somebody approach me and they were just a customer of Nourish. They really enjoyed our food. They understand their health. They knew the symptoms that their body was having. And so they came to me and asked me if I could write them recipes for their autoimmune disease. And at the time I knew a little bit about autoimmune. I know these different diets. It's very easy for me to look up what the diet is what the guidelines are, and then to create recipes following them, whether it be autoimmune, something with a symptom related, or maybe a choice like vegan, paleo, Whole30, things like that. So when this customer came to me with this, I, of course, was up for the challenge. I love helping people heal. So I said, sure, I can write you recipes. And I sat down, and it took me a long time to kind of figure out what this was, what I was doing, but I was able to ask the right questions and get them what they needed in that moment. And it's evolved so much from there, from just writing recipes for people with their symptoms to writing these lifestyle guides with different doctors across the nation. So that's been really cool to bring medical professionals to this with me and have them have the more supplemental or preventative causes, knowing what the root causes and how to treat that in a holistic way, and then giving me the ingredients that work best to combat that inflammation, that chronic disease, and help them heal. So it's amazing. I absolutely love doing this. It's just really fun for me. I love sharing my knowledge and helping people heal. And it's amazing to me how quickly people heal. I've seen people get off their medicine within days. Of course, you want to have the right medicine to be able to do that. Some you can't just get off cold turkey. So making sure you do work with your medical professional when doing something like this, but days, weeks, and having no more chronic pain or inflammation. So it's pretty amazing what I've seen with these wellness consults. Um, with that being said, now it's kind of grown into doctors. I recommend them to follow because medical professionals and guidance is really important with your body. Podcasts to listen to, articles to read. I am a doTERRA consultant, so I love offering essential oils and herbs and spices in that way 
that can help them, whether it be topically, aromatically, or they can ingest them. I also have written or taken pictures of yoga poses they should do, send them short videos. Some people ask me about buying in bulk, which I plan to do a whole episode on. I'm excited about that. Food brands, whether it be yogurts, the best ones, yogurts, condiments, ice creams, teas. Um, people like the best brands for supplements a lot, and there are so many out there. It gets very convoluted, and it's hard to know which ones to trust, and the labels can get very confusing to read. A lot of people ask me for meditation apps, whether it be guided or not. That's always great for when I ask them their stress load, because I always want to ask them about their sleep, how I can support that, they have any trauma. That's usually a big thing in the body that needs to be released. How to recommend a professional to help them with whatever trauma that may be. And giving them the right vitamins, nutrients, you know, being outside in the sunlight, getting fresh air, all of these things that are connected with health. Nutrition is such a huge part of it. I will not deny that because I love the nutrition part, but it's so many things on top of it to make yourself truly in homeostasis, feeling good, feeling healthy, at peace, even with those outer noises and chaos around you, being able to keep your adrenaline, your hormones balanced, your stress low in those situations, your breath nice and regulated and calm. So it's just great to have all these things and sleep is so great for everything too. So I have worked on a very long list of different things. The last, oh my goodness, four and a half, four years ago, I have done a lot of diabetes cases. I like to recommend Dr. Will Cole. He wrote the cookbook Ketotarian, which, you know, keto is very focused on your macros, getting that high fat, moderate protein, and very low carb, but it can get very, um, how do I say this, toxic and still very inflammatory if you don't cut out, you know, processed meats that are carcinogens or dairy that can very much so wreak havoc in the body. So just being careful if you do certain diets, make sure you do the right research to see which ones really are healing. Rheumatoid arthritis, that one I have done and recommended Chef Seamus Mullen. He has done a very anti-inflammatory diet to reverse his rheumatoid arthritis. He eats foods now called hero foods, and he was severely ill with his sickness, and he was able to heal himself. So he's a great recommendation, and I go off that a lot when I look at the foods that help with that disease. I've done a lot of hormone balancing in many different ways, infertility, menopause, different kinds of cancers and diseases that come along with that. And um, Dr. Jennifer Rollins, who I work with specifically, is fantastic. Sarah Gottfried, Dr. Sarah Gottfried, I met her at the Coma Wellness Conference several years ago and actually got to cook for her. She has a lot of books out. She's really phenomenal. Um, I've done a lot of candida ones, which are very interesting because, you know, you can't have sugar or yeast are two big ones. So people have to be very disciplined with substances like alcohol and carbs and sugar and how those really feed that yeast in the body when you do have candida. So that one's been interesting to work with and see who's really disciplined enough to want to heal in all of these situations. So 
those are just some that I work with a lot. I've worked with a ton of different ones from children to adults, um, you know, Crohn's, celiac, even if you can't heal them, there are things to do to help with the inflammation and, you know, arthritis, asthma, breast cancer, stomach cancer, lung cancer, Rayon's disease, anxiety, depression, I mean, the list goes on and on. I truly can't think about all of them right now, but it's been a really big list. So I've learned a lot about these different diseases, but I'm not an expert in any of them by any means. That's why I love to give people the right doctors to follow or maybe reach out to if they have the means for that, just so they can start healing and maybe come back to me if they have new food that they need to incorporate or avoid and I can help them in that way. So it's just like such a complimentary thing and I really do enjoy it. Um, so to get a little more detailed in these meal plans that I write, I write recipes first and foremost for people. So the way that I like to figure that out, I ask them certain questions, like do you have a food allergy test? That can really help me if it's a good food allergy test to eliminate foods that are immediately causing inflammation or havoc in the body and those we can take out. And that's, that can get challenging in and of itself. I've worked with people with over, you know, 45 different food allergies at one time. So it can get a little tricky, but I've never been stumped yet. So bring it on. If you do reach out to me, I feel like I can make some recipes happen for you. Uh, if they have that, that's great. I always ask them about their symptoms list or what they've been diagnosed with. So then I can try and eliminate those foods as well. And that I just do my own research. I listen to a ton of podcasts. I mean, there's so many great doctors out there. Dr. Josh Axe, Dr. Mark Hyman, Dr. Bradley Campbell, Dr. Jessica Petros, Dr. Larry Pavlovsky, Dr. Armenta Phelps, Jeremy Maxwell, Sarah Gottfried, Kelly Brogan, Amy Meyer. I mean, Walter Longo, Joel Gator. I mean, it goes on and on and on. So... Um, it's pretty cool. When I first started doing this, it was super hard to find doctors with this mentality of healing. And now there are so many more that are either already doing this or coming into this and really seeing this is the way to heal. It's such a revolution to see from the inside and watch it grow. And it just makes me so grateful to be alive right now at this time to see this healing for humanity. And I can't wait to see once it snowballs into mental healing and trauma healing too, I think it's gonna be a really beautiful thing for our children. So those are some of the doctors I follow. And like I said, there's a ton out there. So that's something with the symptoms list I love to do with people. Another question I like to ask them, do you have time or do you have maybe a budget that's a little more friendly for you to be buying pre-made meals somewhere, whether it be a local restaurant or maybe frozen food aisles in natural grocers or whole foods or buying meals every day, things like that that are fresh, you know, what's, what are you looking for? Do you wanna make recipes because you have the time and your budget's not as flexible? So I figure out where they're at in that sense. Do they have a desire to cook and learn how to because you can have money or you can have a tight budget and want to or not want to. So if you do have a budget, then let's pick easier recipes that are super easy, easy cleanup. They don't take a lot of knife skills, whatever it is. And I wanna make it customized to your lifestyle because it's not about me and what I like. Trust me, I eat some 
very fun and what most people call weird thing. But I want, it's about my client. I want to make sure I'm getting the meals that they can sustain or this just is a waste of time for both of us and I really want to help them. And then things like, do you have cooking space? Do you have countertop space? Do you have the right equipment? Do you have a high-powered blender? Do you have an oven? I've been to people's houses where it's so small that they just have like a toaster oven on their countertop. So we have to really think about what we can cook if we don't have an oven or if they're not going to be using one with whatever we meal prep. Do they have freezer space? A lot of my products that I make, my recipes, don't have preservatives. So they're not going to sit on a counter or in the fridge for months at a time and not mold. These are whole food, plant-based organisms that are going to mold because they're alive. That's what we want in our bodies. We want our cells to be alive and eating things that are alive. So do they have freezer space? That's such a big one. Do they have containers for their food? Because that's another cost. So if we're meal prepping all these things, we can't put everything in a Ziploc bag. Do they have mason jars? Do they have plastic containers? Where are we at with that so we can make sure this is budget friendly? Or do they have all the money in the world to have me go grocery shopping for them, get rid of all their plastic, and I put in all glass containers for them? I mean, that's everybody's dream, and so I can help you, where again, wherever you're at. Another thing to really consider when I talk to people is, where do you live? Do you live somewhere where there is a Whole Foods or natural groceries? Do you buy most of your food online in bulk because you have a large family? You can't find organic. Do I need to help you with that? Are we using, if that's the case, a lot more dry ingredients, not whole foods that are fresh? And how can we try and incorporate that into your diet? Because we always want to be trying to use fresh as much as possible. But dried grains, dried beans, spices, herbs, things like that that you're ordering offline, is that the majority of your diet? And how can we rotate that so that you're eating nutrients from different grains and beans and things like that? Um, do you live by a farmer's market? That's the best thing ever if you have a really good thriving farmer's market with a lot of variety on your produce, your eggs, your meats, whatever it may be that you're looking for. That's another good thing. So I really try and help people in that sense too. Like I said, my recipes, I really put a lot of thought into them. I can just give you a recipe that yes, it may heal that specific allergy that you don't need or food dietary restriction, but is it really gonna be sustainable for you? Or is it just going to, no offense, but mind fuck you and just make you feel even more less than than you started with me because it's not sustainable and you think it's you, when really it could just be your outer circumstance. So um, I do put a lot of thought into that. And what recipes do you need help with? Is it breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, desserts, all of the above, you know, things like that. So that's a pretty easy one for people to answer usually. And then from there, I can do things like a grocery list for them so we could put together a little menu for meal prepping, whether it's going to be with me or they want to do it on a Sunday. So if they have four of the recipes or 10 of the recipes they want to use that I've sent them, but they want me to write their grocery list. That's something people pay me to do all the time. And that way they just go to the grocery store and they buy all their ingredients and they can meal prep by themselves. Do they want an equipment list for me for that meal prep menu? Because I can make sure they have all the equipment that they need as well. These things are just really quick and easy for me because I've done so many. So 
So a lot of people just want me to do it for them for convenience, which I'm happy to do. And then from there, if they want, there are extra services that I do for people. I could do your grocery shopping for you. I love grocery shopping, so if you want to pay me to do it, I will. And then a lot of people like me to come over and actually meal prep with them. So they might go grocery shopping and I show up and all the groceries are on their table and then they have most of their equipment out or at least they know where it is to get to quickly. And I can cook everything by myself for them. A lot of people like to join me and we kind of have two projects going at once. It's a lot quicker that way, so they're not paying me as much, but they're actually using my experiences, my expertise to learn so that again, this is sustainable for them. And a lot, I don't know anybody who, when you finally get down to it and you start to get good at it with a mentor or a peer, cooking is so much fun. It's, I mean, we do it all, we eat all day long. We're always around food. We're usually thinking about food pretty quickly in our day from task to task. So I think people really do enjoy touching their food, being a part of it, sending that love and gratitude into their meal. So to me, I love cooking with people. I think it's really fun. And everybody makes mistakes and makes a mess. So I don't really care too much about that. <laughs> um, uh, how long does do the meals last in their freezer? I get that a lot. Most of my meals, sauces, whatever it may be that we're making, if it's going in the freezer, it's gonna last four to six months. We want this to be sustainable and we also want it to be budget friendly. If you're spending a lot of money on these ingredients, I don't want you to have something that's gonna go bad in a couple weeks and maybe a life experience or hardship happens and you're not able to eat those foods for a couple weeks and then you just wasted all that time and energy. Again, that's just gonna bring you down and not make you feel good and not make you wanna do this again. So we try to do, or I try to do the best I can to help my clients feel like this was worth it to them in the end and they can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. Some of my favorite meals to do with clients, I just thought I'd throw this out there. I love making frozen pizzas. So we actually make the dough, we bake it off for its first bake and then we top it and usually we would bake it off again. We freeze it. They wrap it once it's been frozen for about an hour or two after I leave, and then they have frozen pizzas in their freezer. So all they have to do is preheat the oven one day, throw it in for 12 minutes, and you have a super healthy and delicious frozen pizza. That's such a fun one with kids too. A lot of sauces, marinara, hummuses, pestos, those seem to be really popular for people. Stews. I love stews. We can cook them while I'm there, or we can just get all the raw ingredients together and freeze it so you just throw it in. Soups are really popular. That's such a good thing to do in bulk. It's so easy, and then just freeze it. Most people have canned soups in their pantry, so it's not that weird to have frozen soups in your freezer. Just a different way to store it, and it's so much healthier usually. Meatballs are a good one. Those you can just scoop out, and you can do the vegan quinoa balls that I do as well. But those you can scoop out, freeze them individually, and then toss them in a, a bag once they're frozen. And it's just like buying them at the store. So you can do like 50 of them at a time. And they're so fast to scoop. I love to just do it on a Sunday and just get a bunch of them frozen. And then my husband bakes them off during the week for our girls. It's just like if I have a busy day, something happens with my kids, I get lost with time, I can just ask him to bake off something that I've already made.
prepared veggies. That's another one, just seasoning them, freezing them flat on the tray. And then again, once they're frozen, putting them into a container in the freezer. I do that a lot with fruits too, as well for smoothies with people. And it's just a great way if something's on sale, whether it be a veggie or a fruit, to buy them, especially organic too. And then just cut them up. And you don't even have to season them, but cut them up. Always bake them off from frozen. If you let them thaw, they're gonna release moisture and get really mushy. So if you ever do that with your fruit or veggies, just make sure you use them from frozen. Um, vegan taco meat is a really big one that I do with vegans. People love to cook that off and then have it frozen in the freezer. Vegan cheese, another really popular one. Desserts are really easy. Pies you could do and then cut them into slices and freeze them in individual slices. Cookies you could freeze unbaked and then be baking them off as you want them. That's really fun for kids as well. Smoothies are super popular prepping them. Once people do those once with me, they never really have me do them again with me because they're so easy. And smoothies are such an easy way for my clients to add specific supplements, whether it be adaptogens, you know, matcha for energy and those antioxidants, polyphenols, lion's mane for maybe some focus that day, whatever that supplement is, putting it in those smoothies so it's so individualized for them. So I really do love doing smoothies. So I wanted to bring up something that I get asked often is do my clients succeed and that one is hard I feel like most of the time yes they do succeed but of course this is a huge undertaking you know I come at them with a lot of information a lot of knowledge a lot of recipes and ingredients they probably have never seen before or done or you know traditionally was passed down in their family if they do cook so it is intimidating most of the time I would say for my clients but with that being said, it's always up to them of discipline number one. Are they disciplined? Do they want to succeed? Does their health matter? I have seriously seen the coolest changes in one of my good friends and yoga teachers. I have seen her body change so much since she started her journey and she is changing her hormones. Really, I think I wanna have her on as a guest so she can just talk about her healing and how much she tells me that I've helped her. And so, yeah, I have seen a lot of success, but you know, with the pandemic, that was a little bit harder to find organic ingredients and really get out there and go to cooking classes and learn. So a lot of things were online. So it has been interesting to see where people are at, but yes, most of the time people do succeed. If they're honest with me about what they have to work with and what they are willing to do, yes. And with that being said, food is so emotional and biological. The physiological response just from sugar, the addiction. I mean, if people are trying to get off sugar, I always remind them like, you will be cranky. You will have a physiological response and be cranky, so please, Remember to be compassionate and graceful with yourself and forgive yourself if you get cranky. And if you have headaches and these responses because of the addiction and food is emotional. I work with a lot of people where I honestly recommend they go to therapy before they get recipes from me because they really need to love food, their body, themselves, and figure out why it's a trigger for them in different ways, maybe eating too much or not eating enough or whatever it is. So just being graceful and compassionate with yourself when you think about changing 
your food habits because even I will have a stressful day and I don't eat a lot of sugar and I may go make my own chocolate because that's the way I live and eat chocolate, which I just don't eat a lot of sugar. And when that is a, a Tuesday or Wednesday night and that happens to me very rarely, I am very present with it. I eat it, I enjoy it, I go really slow, but I take those deep breaths and I'm like, okay, but why do I want this? And what am I trying to cover up with this temporary fix or enjoyment or sugar rush instead of dealing with what's really making me feel this way. So I think it's good to be present and honor that and you only live once so enjoy it, but also ask yourself, why am I in this space and what can I do to change this habit? So that's just really important. Um, a lot of people will ask me, can we heal our food allergies? And the answer is, if it's something like celiac, no, you're not going to heal that. But if it's food allergies or intolerances, yes, I've seen that so many times. Everyone is a different timeline. Everybody is different. But if you are disciplined, truly disciplined, you can heal your gut quicker than you think. In three days, our bodies start to change if our diet changes in a drastic way. And so, yes, I've seen many people, including my daughters, once you eliminate the food for several months, with your medical professional and then it reincorporate them one by one and see which ones are still affecting you and not, you can totally change your diet and change your life with that. Um, so this has been really fun for me to talk about. I hope this really helped everyone understand how in your own lives you can be making these little changes with where you're at and start thinking about what your challenges are and how can you start overcoming them so that it's sustainable for you. And socially is another really big thing that I can go into at another time, but for my meal prepping, notice socially how that affects you and remembering you wanna be around people that build you up during this time, especially if this is a really hard thing for you. So that's just like a whole nother thing. Right now, I still do these individually and every time that I talk about them, I somehow get two to three more pretty quickly. So I'm working on a few right now and I have started doing ones with doctors that instead of are individualized, they are more geared towards a general disease or illness. So I just finished with Dr. Jennifer Rollins, a PCOS guide that's up on my website, chefkimberdean.com. Feel free to go on there, check it out. I do a four week meal plan. It has a grocery list, an equipment list, the efficiency to do the recipes in the order for you when you meal prep, and then she does the whole integrative side. So they're around 75 to 85 pages, each one of these guides, lifestyle guides. The Hashimoto's one we just finished, that should be up on the website in the next week or so, depending on when you hear this. And now we are going to start getting ready to do one for anxiety, because I asked Dr. Jennifer Rollins after the Hashimoto's one, what is common with all of your patients? What do you see? And she says, every single person has anxiety right now. So I'm gonna come and help people heal that, get rid of that inflammation. And I really wanna help people heal from that because I healed personally from anxiety and it changed my life when I learned the tools that helped me. So that one's gonna be really fun. I plan on taking episodes to discuss each one of these with you all and go over them very detailed of why I use certain ingredients with each week. And I'm so excited about that as well. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please like it, share it, comment below. Let me know what you wanna hear about. 
follow me on my website, chefkimberdeen.com or happinessdrinksco.com. You can find me on Instagram as Chef Yogini Kimberdeen. I'm also on Facebook, Pinterest, and YouTube as Chef Kimberdeen. And I have some cooking videos coming out soon. So please follow me on YouTube if you're interested. I cannot wait to share those. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to nourish from the inside out. I hope you all enjoyed this week's episode. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or any other professional advice or services. If you are looking for help on your journey, seek out a qualified medical practitioner.